On this prequel episode, we have our interview with the vampire follow-up polls, and we've got some spooky recommendations for you to watch and read. Hello and welcome back to This Film Is Lit, the prequel episode. Uh, we have a lot more listeners as of late. Mm-hmm. It's increased quite a bit. Uh, we're already doing okay, but we've, we've got a lot of new listeners, potentially, these prequel episodes. Uh, we set up, we do a little follow-up, uh, bookkeeping, housekeeping for the old episode. With our follow-up, we hear your comments. So if you go and follow us on social media, comment, uh, vote in our polls for which you prefer, the book or the movie. Uh, we'll kind of go through some of the comments we got. We don't read every single one of them on here, but we'll go through some of the, uh, you know, uh, we'll usually at least mention everybody that kind of leaves a comment. If we get big enough and we have hundreds of comments, obviously we won't be able to. But right now <laughs> we get, you know, a, a dozen or so. and We kind of go through and get everybody a little shout out uh, for giving their feedback, which we always love to hear. Uh, and then uh, usually we do a learning thing segment uh, in these episodes. We don't have one this week because we're not particularly sure what movie we're going to end up slash book we're going to end up doing for our next episode because uh, it's still a little up in the air. We want to do spooky things, spooky scary stories, scary stories, to scary tell stories, in the dark. scary stories to tell in the dark. We're not a hundred percent positive that we're going to be able to get the the movie of that yet. It yeah, should I'm be out. Finding a lot of like conflicting things. It sounds like the digital download sources sh- that I can't verify. It sounds like the digital download should be out tomorrow uh, or today the 22nd I think yeah um, so we'll double check on that uh, but if not we have some other options so we're gonna figure that out so instead of a normal learning thing segment or a normal preview we'd also then normally preview the the book and the movie kind of some fun facts and stuff instead of doing that we have uh, since it is the spooky season we have a top five not necessarily top five we have a five recommendations of things spooky things to read Katie does and I have five recommendations of spooky things to watch and we're going to kind of go through those and give you some of our recommendations if you're looking for something fun and spooky for this time of year. But first, we're going to do our follow-up polls. Katie, what one? Um, The book one. I noticed that. Yeah. Which is weird because all the comments say they prefer the I know. movie. Not all the comments. We but. had like one person ride to the defense of the book. In the comments. In the comments. But, it but won in the actual in polls, polls, the book won. And we didn't have a ton of votes, but we had it's yeah. en- enough to you know, swing it to yeah. make it pretty decisive. Uh, it was 78% on Twitter, not to jump too far ahead. The book won 78 to 22 on Twitter yeah. and 57 to 43, which I think is like one vote, one by yeah, one vote on Facebook. on Facebook. So it was pretty even on Facebook relatively, but it won pretty handily on Twitter. Yeah. I thought it was interesting because it kind of seemed like people preferred the book, but like, didn't feel passionately enough to about like defend it, it to in like the comments or say why. Tell me why. Yeah. They- <laughs> yeah, I thought I saw that too. But we do have some comments. So what uh, what do people have to say? Um, all right. Well, over on Facebook, um, I'm just going to read part of Daryl's comment because it's pretty long. Um, Daryl said, after reading the book and watching the movie for the first time in the late 90s, I swore I would never, ever ever subject myself to them again. While reading Anne Rice's prose, I could just see her sitting behind her keyboard with a smug little smirk muttering, damn, that's good writing. <laughs> um, which, you know, I don't disagree with. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Um, some of it, the, some of the prose is maybe a little pretentious. Yeah. Um, so I, I could, I'm, I'm kind of on board with that um, imagining of Anne Rice writing yeah um and uh ultimately he said um 
In the end, I voted for the movie because kid vampires are creepy and Kirsten Dunst fucking nailed it. I agree with that. Yeah. I was all, if you listen to the main episode, a big, big praise for Kirsten Dunst. Or, yeah, Kirsten Dunst. Um, And Eric, also on Facebook, said, It took me months to get through the book. There are some good ideas, but the prose and the constant suffering on Louis's part just makes it a slog. Hmm. I voted for the movie because at least it's fun to watch and all its ridiculously campy glory. I agree with that. Mm. Yeah, and that was kind of similar to how I felt about the book. That seemed like your experience watching it or for me watching you read. Yeah. I didn't I we didn't watch this one together um because of scheduling stuff. So mm-hmm. I didn't see how you enjoyed it. You know, you said you enjoyed it. But I got I, I did get to see you reading at times and it definitely seemed like it was more of a slog than some yeah. some things. You definitely had to stop and start quite a bit. Yeah. Um you know, there was a lot of good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um but a, a lot of it was just kind of like, there was a lot of stuff that was I kind of overwrought, yeah. in my opinion, and then, like, a lot of, like, material that felt kind of like filler, yeah. in my opinion. Um, and I, if I hadn't had to read it quickly for this episode, it probably would have taken me months to get through, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was a bit of a slog for me as there you well. Go. Okay. Uh, what do we hear? What, are we, what were we hearing on Twitter? All right. So on Twitter... Um, we had a comment from April Edmansky, who mm-hmm. joined us for the Holes episode. Yes. Uh, host of, one of the three hosts of No Such Thing as a Bad Movie podcast. Yes. Yeah. And she said, I haven't read the book, but I consider this film a career best for Pitt, Cruz, and Dunst. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, at DC, or at Marvel DC Fanboy, um, <laughs> which is... Uh, Peter Parker is lit who comments uh, on uh, yes. a lot of our stuff. Yes. Um, so if you're following us on Twitter, you'll see him a lot. Frequent commenter. Yes. Um, he said, definitely the movie. Uh, Tom Cruise as a sexy vampire. Um, so, I, I mean, I think that's a good reason to like the movie. That's fair. Tom Cruise as a vampire. Yeah, and Brad Pitt. Yeah. I and mean, you got both. Yeah. Um, and then at Monty Light, which was our one person who, who came to the defense of the book went to bat for the book yes. in the comments yeah um so he said uh, i prefer the book the layers and rice captured in her exploration of the claudia character drawing so well from her own real life tragedy was a level of writing i don't think she's ever quite replicated again the movie is more of a straightforward mood piece not as soulful hmm i don't know how to compare it but i yeah. i got a lot of layers out of claudia out of the movie mm-hmm. in general, but even specifically Claudia, just again, purely as a movie watcher, I got a fair amount of layers, but yeah. I can't compare it, obviously. So. Well, and, and you know, I did prefer the movie, but I, I agree with this assessment mm-hmm. of the book as well. I think Claudia is a very layered character. I think it's obvious that um, Anne Rice drew from her own experiences. I haven't read any of her other work, but from what I've heard of some of it, I think the assessment that it's on a different level from some of her other stuff could be correct. Yeah. Um, and I, I also think in regard to the character of Claudia in the movie, I think that we might owe a lot of that to Kirsten Dunst yeah. acting chops. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. 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 There, yeah. She's not in it a ton. I mean, she's in it a fair amount in the middle, but mm-hmm. there's a lot before she shows up and then after, no, not a lot after, but some, you know, yeah, there's so, some after. Um, so yeah, I can see that. Um, we also got, I want to mention, um, a lot of feedback Mm -hmm. from, um, Mr. Nobody 
um, at no bod there. No underscore bod yeah. underscore there. Um, on Twitter. And then also from Ashley with an I on Instagram. Um, got some feedback from them um, with their takes on various elements from the book and the movie that we discussed in the episode. Uh-huh. Um, not really like a, oh, I preferred one or the right. other kind Just of feedback. Yeah. yeah, more like um, like expanding on the lore of the Anne Rice literary universe. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you're, if you're interested in more about this, go check out, it's another good reason to go check out our Twitter and our Instagram. If you scroll back, not yeah. too well, far. Well, Instagram, find... that was private messages. So you oh, can't check okay. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize. I, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but on Twitter, you can go, uh, and, uh, Mr. Nobody had a thread of tweets mm-hmm. replying to one of our recent tweets about this, about the movie. I don't remember if it was the poll or if it was, uh, one of them. Well, yeah. You'll see him. And he's got a bunch of interesting stuff in there. So. Right. Um, yeah. And a, a lot of it was kind of like offering insight based on other books from the series, which mm-hmm. obviously yeah, neither of us have read. So yeah. we couldn't really comment on. Yeah. Um, and it's always nice to get that kind of stuff, especially mm-hmm. when it is like such an expansive like lore. Yeah. Yeah, and, um, and only... yeah, we can't really comment as to like, oh, what's Lestat up to? And yeah. in his book, we right. don't know. Yeah. Um, why didn't he get his own movie? We don't know. Yeah. Cool. All right. That was it for our follow up and our feedback from everybody. Thank you. Uh, we really appreciate it. And like I said, we'll always read your stuff and hear what you have to say on the po- on these prequel episodes. So go ahead and follow us on all that social media. But now we have five spooky things to read and five spooky things to watch. If you're looking for something fun this Halloween season. Um, so I've got spooky things to read. You've got spooky things to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, bit of a disclaimer. Mine is not counting stuff that we've done for the podcast. Okay. Like Mind also doesn't books have anything. that we've already talked about, yeah. Um, because if I was counting that, Coraline would be on this list. Yeah. Um, but you can always go back and listen to our Coraline episode to find out all of my thoughts on that. Um, also, another disclaimer: I don't read a ton of horror, and I know you don't watch That's, a ton of that horror. That would be my disclaimer for my movie recommendations. Yeah. I'm not a big horror buff. There's tons of people out there on the internet that are huge horror buffs. Uh, who will and even people who are moderate horror buffs who will mm-hmm. scoff at my recommend maybe not scoff I think they're all good movies but I don't have like an expansive in depth and it's not a, a medium that or a genre that I'm like super super into so it's right. like oh this is definitely the best type of this horror movie and like this is the best you know this whatever I these are just five spooky movies yeah. that I really enjoy yeah and then so. five things to read that I really enjoy um and that's kind of why I went with the label spooky and not yeah. horror right because I, I don't even really know that some of these count as horror Same necessarily for my, my list 100% also are not all horror yeah. movies not even close I think like one technically maybe is <laughs> specifically all right I'll get us started um, so my first recommendation... Are yours in any order? Uh, no, not Okay, not neither are mine. These are also in no order. particular order. Okay. Um, so my first recommendation is Through the Woods by Emily Carroll. Um, it's a graphic novel. It's, uh, it's I say it's a graphic novel. It's more like a graphic collection of short stories. Yeah. Um, but it is fantastic. It's super creepy. Um, and similar to, like... Uh, scary stories to tell in the dark the thing that really makes it is the art 
Cool. The art is amazing. Um, it's very evocative. Um, and she really like covers the entire page. So there's a lot to soak in. Yeah. All right. I also want to mention, I think I've, I've recommended at least one or two of these things on the podcast before, probably at some point or the other, some recently. Uh, I know in our prequel for Interview with the Vampire, I mentioned my first movie here. Uh, and then one of the other ones I recommended as like, if you follow us on social media, I recommended it as like our movie rec for Children of the Corn. Mm-hmm. But anyways, so um, I had other ideas, but these are still my I, I just wanted to do them again for people who don't follow us on social media and that sort of thing. Uh, first one. Uh, is let the right one in. Like I said, I mentioned this in the uh, interview with the vampire prequel because it is a vampire right. movie. Uh, it's not super duper scary, uh, but it is really creepy and atmospheric. It's still scary. It has its horror moments. It's probably this and one of my later ones are the only two that are like the closest to like a pure horror film. Um, but it's really actually more of a character piece uh, about vampire of a vampire um, and her their relationship uh, with a, a, a child basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but it has lots of really creepy moments. Uh, it's really interesting cause there's tons of subtext. It's, a, and it's a really cool, distinct visual style that feels very European cause it is a Norwegian film. Um, there is a remake of it, an American remake starring Chloe, Chloe Grace Moretz uh-huh. called let me in. That's from 2010. This one's from like two, the early two thousands. Uh, and again, it's like Norwegian or date. It's one of the Norwegian. I believe that's based on a book. It may be. I do I not know. I think it is. So we could potentially do that sometime. Okay. Um, I watched it in college in, mm-hmm. in a film class. Um, it has subtitles. The original does. Because uh, like I said, I don't remember exactly what country it is. But whatever it is, it's not in English. But it doesn't hurt the, uh, at least I'm pretty sure it's not. It doesn't hurt the experience at all for me. Uh, and I've also heard Let Me In is also very good. The remake. Mm-hmm. Just I haven't seen it. So I can't comment on that. And I, I But I do love Let the Right One In. So. Next book. All right. So my next recommendation, um, similar to yours, is not really scary, but it is creepy and atmospheric. Um, And I was absolutely not going to make this list without wrecking something by Shirley Jackson. Okay. Um, And I want to tell everyone to read We Have Always Lived in the Castle because it's amazing. There's a... We just saw... I know. We just saw that there's a movie. It was like... On Netflix or Hulu, Hulu or something, when we were yeah. like scrolling through, I think it might have been and Hulu. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, yeah, they made a movie or a yeah. TV show or something. But yeah, uh, my next one is a classic, uh, not a horror movie per se, but more of a psychological thriller. Uh, although I'd argue that there are definitely, and I think most people, would, there's a few more typical horror elements, and that's The Silence of the Lambs, which is based on a book, and mm-hmm. we will probably do at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on our list. Uh, it's, it's a classic for a reason. It's really well-crafted film. Um, everybody in it, it does an amazing job. Uh, it has its problematic elements that haven't aged super well, um, in, in relation to, uh, the, I, we don't need to get into the d- d- nitty gritty of it here, but it has issues that haven't aged great, but, uh, overall really effectively just beautifully made film. That's truly like terrifying um uh, for me also i i do enjoy a good spooky um supernatural movie but because i don't believe in any supernatural stuff i don't necessarily always find that stuff as scary at times i mean you can i can still be scared in the moment watching like let the right one in Mm -hmm. at certain you know um but uh things with like criminally insane murderers and stuff is scarier at times to me can be it depends on how it's done um 
And Silence of the Lambs is just one of the best ones. Uh, I haven't seen any of the sequels, so I have no idea if any of those are any good. There's like sequels and prequels and <laughs> yeah. blah, 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 et cetera. But the like, classic. Like you do in yeah, Hollywood. The original Silence of the Lambs is is amazing. So, And most people have probably seen that one. The rest of mine are maybe slightly less known, but mm-hmm. they're all popular movies. Again, I don't go watch a super obscure. Let yeah. the Right One In is probably the most obscure movie <laughs> on here. So, All right. Well, my next recommendation is a short story collection. Um, so if you're looking for something you can like read a little bit of and like pick up and put down and, mm-hmm. you know, have a good like 15, 20 minute read and be a little bit spooked, I always recommend short stories for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and this particular short story collection is all um, popular young adult authors. So if you like the young adult genre, you will probably be into slasher girls and monster boys. Um, Interesting. It's edited, it's put together by April Genevieve Tuhalki, I believe is how you That's pronounce her name. last name. Um, so if that sounds like it's something you would be into, um, I really enjoyed a lot of the stories that were in it. There were some very, um, I thought, clever takes on like horror tropes um, and kind of familiar stories that we've heard a lot, mm-hmm. um, just kind of fresh takes on things. Cool. Uh, Speaking of uh, clever takes on horror tropes, uh, my next recommendation is arguably not a horror film. It has moments, uh, but it's a comedy of dark comedy. And that is Cabin in the Woods, the Cabin in the Woods. Uh, Saw this movie in theaters with very little expectations going in. I knew Joss Whedon was a producer on it, uh, and I believe it's directed by now I'm not going to remember his name, a guy who has directed all kinds of stuff. He worked on Buffy. He worked on. Oh, boy. How can I not remember this guy's name? It, it uh, great movie. It's a, like I said, it's kind of a comedy more so than anything else. But it does a really great job dissecting um, horror movie tropes. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you, it, it, it's it's made much better by. And I'm not even a huge horror movie person. That wasn't the time when I saw the movie. But having even just a little bit of knowledge of sort of the tropes of what horror movies do and what they go for and all that sort of stuff makes watching this a much more rewarding experience drew goddard is the name i was trying to recall who if you don't know he's done everything he was producer on lost on the martian on uh the daredevil tv series he directed a bunch of the daredevil uh he he's directed all kinds of stuff um directed four episodes of the good place uh he hasn't directed quite as much but he's a producer and writer on a lot of stuff uh and it's just a brilliant satirical takedown of horror movies while being also a like a love letter to them it's it 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 pokes fun but also very clearly loves horror movies uh and the ending is really interesting and where the the twists and turns that the movie goes i highly recommend if you're if you haven't seen the cabin in the woods don't look up anything about it because it is one of those things that the sort of first act or i guess second act twist is like what makes the movie mm-hmm. as interesting and cool and fun as it is. If you, if you go in expecting it to just be kind of like literally, if you haven't seen a trailer and you just go in thinking this is a horror movie. I already kind of ruined it by saying it's a comedy. Um, it's, it's, it's dynamite. I could not recommend the cabin in the woods enough. Uh, my next one is a novel called white is for witching by Helen Oyeyemi. Um, and Similar to uh, some of my other recommendations, it's not scary, but 
but it is spooky. It's mm-hmm. creepy. It's very atmospheric. Um, it's kind of like it's written in like a spooky, almost stream of consciousness kind of style. Um, if you like Shirley Jackson stuff, um, like if you've read We've Always Lived in the Castle or like um, Haunting at Hill House, then you enjoyed those. Um, if you're into the trope of like the house is its own character and mm-hmm. like the house is alive and it's like eating the family kind of in a metaphorical way, you will like White is for Witching. Uh, my next one is 28 Days Later, which is my favorite zombie movie. Um, not counting Shaun of the Dead, which is my favorite zombie movie, <laughs> but is a, a kind of a different beast. 28 Days Later is a pure, pure, and many will argue it's not actually a zombie movie, but we can talk about it. But um, it is it is a pure like horror thriller um, movie. It's not a comedy. You know, it doesn't have any of those uh, sort of subversive elements. It is just a, a horror survival zombie movie. Um, it's directed by Danny Boyle, uh, who I is a tremendous uh, director who directed one of my favorite movies, Sunshine, among a million other things, uh, Train Spotting, etc. Um, and it was written by Alex Garland who, uh, if that name doesn't ring a bell, uh, he's written three of my favorite movies of the last ten years, uh, including he wrote Ex Machina. He also directed Ex Machina. He wrote Annihilation, which we're going to do eventually, uh, or adapted Annihilation. He wrote Sunshine, as I mentioned previously, and he wrote Dread, which is the criminally underrated but still kind of cult uh a successful uh, Judge Dread remake slash sequel, whatever. I don't even know technically what it is, um, which I've never even seen the original Judge Dread movie with Sylvester Stallone, but this one's from like 2010 or something. It stars Carl Urban, Aomir, um, mm-hmm. Bones from the Star Wars or Star Trek uh, remakes um, as Judge Dread. It's a very limited scope movie that takes place all in one building. Uh, very like simple storytelling, but just one of the most brilliant like action movies i've seen in a while uh he wrote all of those and i love all uh, all those movies i haven't seen annihilation he wrote 28 days later it's one of the creepiest coolest zombie movies that i arguably think you can watch um my point earlier that some people would argue that they're not zombies is that they're not uh the undead mm. technically they are people that have a disease um basically like a rabies type of Right. They have like a rage disease, essentially, but they behave like zombies. If you get bit, you turn into like mm-hmm. they're basically zombies. It's just going for a more like um, scientific ish type of explanation for why there are zombies. They're also fast zombies. They're they Ooh. sprint. They're not the like slow lumbering because well, they have like be a dead because they have like a rage disease and not uh-huh. they're not like undead animated corpses. They are um they are fast and they run, which is, makes it scarier. And there's some just crazy stuff in there. It's also filmed really interesting and kind of slightly vaguely like in a like not found footage, but it kind of looks like it's style-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great, great movie if you're looking for, again, very popular at the time it came out. And there's two sequels, at, le- at least one. I, there's a 28 weeks later and I think there might be another one. I don't know. But yeah, that's my, my next one. All right. Um, well, my last recommendation then is not a book. Um, it is a short story. It's actually a tour.com short. Oh. Um, so it's free to read. You can go on, um, you can search for it. You can go to tour.com and look for it. Um, I believe it was originally part of their Robots versus Fairies collection. Hmm. Um, so the short story is called Bread and Milk and Salt by Sarah Bailey. And 
it's kind of a slow build, but it is worth it. This short story sent like curdles down my spine. <laughs> like I don't even want to say shivers. Like it made me like curdles up inside. Hmm. It was so weird and like uncomfortable and creepy. I loved it. All right. Well, it sounds fascinating. I might. How long is it? You said it's short, but yeah. It's, um, I don't know. It took me like maybe ten or fifteen minutes to oh, read. Oh, okay. So pretty short. It's then. not super long. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I might have to check that out. My last recommendation is a recommendation I made on the on social media after Children of the Corn, like I said, and that is I just want to recommend it again because I want to talk about it a little bit. Uh, is the Invitation, which is on Netflix, or at least was. I think it's still on Netflix. Um, and if you're looking for, this is another one that you shouldn't look anything up about. Uh, you shouldn't even watch trailers. If you want a slow burn psychological thriller uh, that is very off-putting and goes in interesting places that you're not really expecting, um, and, and and is uh, it's a very unique film. I don't know how you, it's fairly unique film. It's it's similar. There's some other stuff that's kind of, you know, one of those thrillers that um, there are other things like it. Uh, but uh, it's I was enthralled the whole time. It's relatively short. Uh, it's just about a couple who get invited to a dinner party um, with some old friends and stuff starts happening. And again, it, it's just really interesting. I highly recommend it. It's really a well shot um, but sort of simply shot film that's just very the script's really tight. All of the actors or the performances are just spot on for kind of this weird thing that's going on. I imagine it's similar to movies like Midsommar, which I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Um, there was another movie. Oh, I the one I compared it to a little bit. If you liked, uh, is it The Gift? That one that we saw. Yeah. Yes. Um, that has Jason Bateman or whatever. I think it's Jason Bateman. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's Jason Bateman. Um, and, and, uh, yeah, it's kind of like that ish where it's like this thing that seems normal and then it kind of gets weirder and weirder and weirder. Again, I don't want to go into any detail because one, it's been a long time since I've seen it. They don't remember exactly everything that happens, but, uh, I remember really enjoying it <clears throat> and the twists and turns it takes that I wasn't expecting. And it's just really, really good. So the invitation, check it out again, not a horror movie per se, mm-hmm. more of a thriller mixed with like a mystery drama interpersonal drama thing but still dynamite check it out all right okay those are our recommendations so you got some good stuff spooky stuff so um the last time we did an episode with recommendations was our um our listener questions oh yeah yeah. we did at the beginning of the year like a q a yeah we did a q a um and after we did that, I made a note on Facebook and I made a list of all the stuff we recommended and I linked out to like Amazon and different places. So I will do that again cool. for this episode. Um, I will work on that tomorrow. Yeah, whatever. Today for you guys. <laughs> yeah, when you're, you're listening, listening to this. To this. Yeah. Um, it's only 10 things, so it shouldn't take me that yeah. long. So I'll link all that stuff for you guys. So if you want to go and check any of it out, it'll all be right there for In you. In one place. Cool. Perfect. And that's going to do it for this prequel episode of This Film is Lit. Uh, next week, well, a week from now on Wednesday, when you're listening to this, uh, the Wednesday before Halloween, mm-hmm. you will be, uh, we'll be doing something. 
hopefully spooky, scary stories to tell in the dark. <laughs> Uh, but maybe something else. We'll see. Yeah, um, we'll see. Um, and when we know for sure, we'll post it. We'll we'll post it on social media. So if you want to read along, if you want to watch along, you'll be able to do that. Yep. All right. And that's it. Until next time, guys, gals, non-binary, and everybody else. Keep reading books. Keep watching movies. And, and keep, keep being, being awesome. awesome.